0: And welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Reagan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hi, and welcome to TV My Husband Hates, our second minisode. Hey, Reagan. Hey, Kat, how are you? I'm good, thanks. It's Monday. It feels weird to be sitting here on a Monday. I know.
1: It's a snowy Monday here. We've got ice below snow and everything was a bit convoluted, taking kids on a delayed start this morning.
0: Oh, I'm so, we haven't got any snow yet, but it is, we're coming up to bonfire night and it's Diwali uh, at the moment. So basically every night is just riddled with fireworks. It sounds like <laughs> I'm in a war zone until there about one go. o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> but I'm really, it's a double dose of Reagan this week. It's That's good yeah. news.
1: Very good news. It's nice to start out a week uh, having a chat with you and uh, watching this um, very special kind of real Housewives of New Jersey unlocked special.
0: Yeah, well, that's why we're all here because, of course, uh, Andy Cohen recorded a very special Watch What Happens live with Teresa and Joe Judice, however, it is that you want to go. There's lots of different variations. Um, And being massive fans of the show, we thought that a mini was definitely in order to cover the ups and downs of these two because they have provided us with so much brilliant television over the years.
1: Absolutely. I mean, they, they've, they were really kind of instrumental, I think, in the Real Housewives of New Jersey franchise. They've been there from the beginning, so we've really kind of followed them throughout all of this crazy drama. So I think it's been kind of a nice a nice way to keep us up to date on what's actually going on and I'll you know also a really good lead up to the premiere of the new season of the Real Housewives of New Jersey where I think we see kind of some of the things that they talk about in this special we kind of see them play out a little bit more so
0: so before we get into the actual special um Reagan's been doing some sleuthing um (laughs) she likes a good sleuth uh that's not prison lingo for anything um And because unless you've done your own kind of investigating and reading Wikipedia or whatever, it was never fully explained on the show what exactly it was that they'd done the ins and outs. We knew it was kind of fraud based, but we didn't really know what. So, Reagan, tell us a little bit more about exactly what it is that they went down for. Okay, so...
1: Basically, I'm just going to read this. I got this from Wikipedia, and then I also got some supplemental information from U.S. Weekly. Thank you to both of those sources. Um, but I think they kind of do a good job of laying it all out. So um, this all started when the Judices, Judices, however, um, filed for bankruptcy in 2009. So this has been going on for about 10 years Um that was started, but then on July 29th in 2013, Teresa and Joe were charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud, wire fraud, and bank fraud, making false statements on loan applications and bankruptcy fraud in a 39-count indictment. The indictment also charged Joe Judice with failure to file tax returns for tax years 2004 through 2008, during which time he allegedly earned nearly $1 million. Teresa's attorney told the Associated Press that she would not plead guilty and they looked forward to vindicating her. And then on August 2013, the two pleaded not guilty in federal court to financial fraud charges. Now this is kind of where it gets a little bit tricky. So I'm going to branch off into a little bit of the immigration status as well. So Joe Giudice stood trial in November of 2013 on individual charges that he allegedly used marriage and birth certificates belonging to his brother to fraudulently obtain a driver's license in 2010.
0: This guy um, was, his, busy. was busy. He was super being busy being fraudulent.
1: Super busy being fraudulent. Um, his own driver's license had been suspended following a DUI arrest in January of 2010. And after he was convicted, his license was suspended for a year. That's pretty standard. Um, and then he was also sentenced to 20 days of community service. Um, but he, because he used the same defense trials, everything was kind of lumped together and everything was moved around. So that brings us to March 2014. Teresa and Joe entered a guilty plea of 41 counts of fraud following a deal struck with federal prosecutors. The couple was accused of engaging in mail bank wire and bankruptcy fraud which allegedly saw them net over 5 million dollars over a 10 year period. On October 2nd, 2014, Teresa was sentenced to 15 months in a federal prison. Joe was sentenced to 41 months followed by a potential deportation to Italy. So they they've known about this happening for about 5 years. Together, the couple must pay $414,000 in restitution, and they were allowed to serve their sentences separately so one parent could stay home with their kids. Teresa started first on January of 2015, and she was sentenced to a federal correction institute in Danbury, Connecticut. So all you fans of Orange is the New Black, it's the same prison that they oh, were talking about. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, a little uh, TV trivia there for you. Um, And she was ultimately released in December of 2015, so she didn't end up – she got like a couple months off for good behavior, I'm guessing. Um, And then Joe was sentenced to 41 months, which then he served first at a federal – penitentiary and then was moved to the ICE facility and which she talks about in the special. So basically all that means that they lied. So Teresa claimed to have a job as a real estate agent or work for her husband's business, which made it easier for the couple to obtain bigger mortgage deals from 2001 to 2008 because he's in construction. so he was in yeah. like home building and things like that. In all, the couple fraudulently secured millions of dollars in loans over a time period of eight years, and they submitted false applications, documents, fake pay stubs, tax returns, and W-2 forms. When the couple filed... Go ahead. Sorry, I
0: was going to say, just so this was all about getting as much money as they can to live the life they wanted to live, essentially?
1: I think so. I think that's what they're all claiming, that they fraudulently got all these mortgages to live an extravagant lifestyle, which was then documented on a reality TV show. So that probably helped make the case because I think sometimes people wonder if whether they are regular people, if, you know, the attorney general would have gotten involved. I think they probably would have based on the money. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of money um, and but kind of the trail of lies.
0: It's interesting that like the whole thing was just about having a bigger house and having nicer cars. Like it doesn't seem... It wasn't like he was doing it to get himself out of trouble or, or to like, pay his staff. Do you know what I mean? It was just, yeah. let's get as much money as we can so we can have more stuff. I don't I don't necessarily
1: know if that's 100% true. I don't know if he was putting some of the money in his business so he could yeah. build houses and make more money. I noth- I wasn't able to find any concrete information about where the money right. actually went. Um, But I bet it's a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Like yeah. lifestyle, also his business, which allowed them to live, you know a pretty extravagant lifestyle, if that makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. Um, Therese, they also say that Teresa withhold, withheld the full amount of income she received for her starring role in the Real Housewives franchise and that she lied under oath about the assets received from her fabulous food and cookbook business and other appearances she made as a celebrity. Um, and then like his wife, Joe also lied under oath about his failure to file tax returns. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. It's why they were prosecuted. Joe is actually not a legal citizen in the United States even though he was brought over here when he was one. And I think, you know, that that's why they're looking at deport he's looking at deportation now. The reason he's in Italy now was instead of waiting in the ICE facility, which apparently is pretty terrible, they went ahead and moved him over there. So he's still waiting on his kind of deportation hearing. He's just yeah. waiting in Italy versus the US. They gave
0: him a choice, didn't they? They said you can either yeah. stay in the ICE facility or you can go to Italy. And frankly, uh, there are worse places to be deported to. But um, but yeah, I think I probably would have made the same decision. Um, 100%. I'm kind of surprised that he even went to the ICE
1: facility. Like, Me too. Why wouldn't you just go right to Italy and bypass... Hanging out. I mean, maybe he didn't have the option right away. I don't know. It all seems maybe, a bit suspect. Maybe he
0: thought he'd be. It would be a much shorter process right. process than it actually was. But then we get to the TV show. So thanks for that little uh, Judice one hundred and one for us. Yeah, anytime. Shady as shit is what I'd like shady to say. Shady as shit. Yeah, it's so I mean, shady. I don't it know. It is really shady. The thing is, I don't know how shady... I know Joe is really fucking shady. I don't know how shady Teresa is or whether she's just been one of those... Because she certainly was before the whole... um, Before he went to prison, she was very, very loyal. And say what you like about Teresa, she was incredibly loyal to Joe. And so you do get the impression that she would have done exactly what he told her, what he asked of her because she saw that as her duty as his wife how much she bothered to find out about what she was doing and how much she knew, I guess we'll never know. The, their story, and they're sticking to it, is that she did nothing wrong and she didn't know anything. And she he said she signed one paper that probably wasn't illegal anyway. But that, what you've just read, sounds a lot more than just signing one paper.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they would have all of these charges levied against her as well if her name wasn't you know, pretty prominent throughout all this paperwork that they submitted, fake pay stubs, et cetera, et cetera, tax returns, things like that. However, I will say, I think you're probably right. I think Joe was maybe the mastermind behind all this, put papers in front of her to sign. I mean, she has four kids. Yeah. Like, she's dealing with running the house or whatever. He was probably like, hey, just sign where the arrows are. Yeah,
0: yeah. And she's not business minded, and uh, you know, up until maybe recently when she's really had to pull herself up by bootstraps. She just left all that shit to Joe. And, you know, it's interesting because it brings up that discussion about how involved financially a woman is in a relationship. And traditionally, they haven't been that involved and they have just been happy to let their husbands look after that stuff. And actually, we've got a responsibility to be more involved, not necessarily to you know, okay, fine. It's fine for one person to manage it. But as women, I think we have a responsibility to go, all right, yeah, you're in charge, but tell me what the fuck's going on. I want to know. Right.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, I have a pretty traditional set up in my own personal home about like my husband really focuses on our finances, our investments and things like that. But I'm in those meetings and I'm like, if I don't understand something, I'm like, Hey, what does this actually mean? Can you just break it down for me? Because I do think you're absolutely right. Like when you're putting your signature on things, you need to know what that means. And I think, you know, this case is a prime example of that. Like you can't just take people's words for it. You can't put yourself or your children in that, position. And I mean, definitely Teresa, you know, knows that now. And I think we see a much stronger Teresa since all this went down, a much more independent Teresa. You know, that's who we see after all of this went down. And, you know, it's our responsibility as women to just make sure that doesn't happen.
0: I think it's been really nice to see Teresa emerge because I feel like while Joe was at home, she was very much... not living in his shadow, because obviously she should not live in anybody's shadow, but right. she was very much towing the party line, I think is kind of the way to yeah. put it. And since he's been gone, she's been very like, fuck it, you know what? I've got to do this. I'm on my own. I've got four kids. I yeah. can't rely on Joe anymore. I'm going to do my own thing. And it's been nice to see her kick back a little bit against Joe and his kind of slightly old fashioned slash controlling ways.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, here are two people who come from very, very traditional Italian families. They, I mean, Teresa was born here, but she's first generation American. I mean, her parents came over from Italy. So I think you see kind of this clinging to the old school way of doing things previous to when you know all this shit went down and she went to jail and I think now we see actual Teresa like I think this is the person she's always kind of been it's just been like deep inside and she really wanted to toe that traditional line but then when she's on her own she's just kind of had to emerge as this independent strong woman I mean you know doing the bodybuilding competitions like really kind of doing things for herself and her girls and you know I think not that that's a nice way to have to go about that but I think you know this was definitely a lesson she needed to learn was that she could stand on her own two feet and a lesson her girls needed to see because i don't think you know living that traditional subservient wife role yeah is healthy or positive
0: it's really funny because a lot of the time we use that word traditional and actually it, it's become this kind of really acceptable word word for a relationship that's actually really not okay and we saw that with joe and Teresa; it was very controlling she wasn't allowed to do what she wanted to do um and i think it's really interesting to see him being challenged on that um and we saw like when we first opened up with this interview with andy um he focused very heavily on Joe and got into it. First of all, his physical transformation is astounding.
1: Yeah. I mean, he definitely, uh, you know, he definitely got ripped when he was in the pen.
0: So we had, and in fact, somebody on uh, Instagram, on our Instagram at TV, My Husband Hates. I can't pronounce the name, but it's Nia Shar But she's on there. Go check it out. Uh, she said, um, it'll be interesting to see them together. Joe looks Joe's lost so much weight; he looks like Mike. The situation. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely does. Yeah, no, she's not
1: wrong at all. Like he's he's definitely more cut, but I think he looks weird. Yeah, like it's a weird thing to kind of stare at. I was struck by like how cold they were to each other in the beginning. Like it was just this very stranger kind of interaction like oh hello how are you doing yeah and Teresa
0: kept saying oh i haven't seen him in three years and eight months but obviously she's been to visit him so it's like she hasn't seen him obviously out of prison in that time which i guess is weird but i wrote something really similar sort of right from the beginning i was like it's like they haven't talked at all it's like they didn't turn up on the same page to this interview no it wasn't like they came in knowing that this was our plan we're together this is what we're gonna do or we're not together it was like they were as uncertain as we were as to what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, I feel like they just rocked up to this interview. Joe, obviously, in Italy being kind of, you know, recorded in and things like that. And it was just a very strange, tense feeling for me personally, like, as the watcher. And I can't even imagine. I mean, I feel like Teresa seemed like she felt very tense, like she didn't know what was going to happen. Joe didn't seem to really care, in my opinion, like... I think that's just Joe, though. I feel like I've always felt that way about him. He just doesn't really give a shit and yeah. could care less kind of about her and her feelings. That's always kind of the sense I've gotten from him. Um, I mean,
0: I felt, if I'm honest, the cynic in me was like, these guys know they're getting a divorce. Right. They're doing this because in two weeks' time, Bravo are filming them, taking the trip to Italy to see Joe. So they can't now announce they that it's done and they're getting a divorce because otherwise what's the, you know, they've got money to make out of this. Honestly. And I'm, I know it's cynical, but I think that's the case. It didn't seem like these guys were remotely interested in kind of trying to figure it out or there was no passion. When he said he loved her, he said, um, it was like, she's like, of course I love her. She's my wife. I've known her a long time. I was like, yeah. Well, and she kind
1: of said the same, like, well, I love him as a person.
0: Yeah, It's like, but as a husband?
1: Like, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we love our fellow man in a very different way than we do our, our partner and the parents of our children. Like, yeah. she didn't even say that. She was just yeah. like, I I love him as a person. And, you know, I think there's, you know, as she goes, as we, we kind of go through the episode, I mean, and as we saw on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, when her mother passed, like, there was a shitstorm of anger inside of her at him for making her miss that time with her mom. And I totally get that. I think I would feel the same way, Um, especially if it is a case of her just signing some papers and not reading it. Like, I think that probably killed the marriage.
0: I think uh, I I 100% agree. And I wrote, can Teresa ever forgive him for the time she was away from her mom? And I don't think she, well, if she ever can, she certainly hasn't yet. And I don't blame her because in that... Italian family, we know how close she is to her parents. Yeah. And as much of a diva and a bitch as she can be, she's never, ever not been there for her parents. You know, her dad lives with her. She was obviously very, very close to her mum, And for her mum to die like a month and a half after she got out and for her to have lost those 11 months with her, yeah. I think is something that she'll never forgive Joe for.
1: No, I I agree. I mean, I think, you know, I think if they were willing to give it a Go. I mean, that's just, like, my guess. If you were really, like, in this marriage, that would always be an issue that yeah. you would really, you know, probably never come to terms with, but maybe come to an understanding about. I, I don't know. I think it would be really difficult.
0: And also, let's not forget that Teresa's not exactly the most forgiving person in the world. Like, she's never met a grudge she didn't love. So, absolutely, like, it's going to be tricky for her to get over this one.
1: Yeah. What I thought was funny was that, like, Joe kept referring to like he was never put in the shoe. And as I was an avid watcher of Orange is the New Black, I immediately knew like she, the shoe is solitary <laughs> confinement. And it kind of boggled my mind that Andy didn't know that. And I was like, oh, am I the I weirdo? Didn't know that. Because I knew? Yeah. So maybe it's just because of my massive TV watching and my addiction to Orange is the New Black that I knew what he was talking about. But, you know, I, I found it really fascinating when he was describing kind of the federal pen that he was held in where like he got his GED and he was able to take computer courses and programming and just kind of the level of you know kind of education that was available to him because like he had never had his high school diploma so he got it there and you know was you know kind of bettering himself and then when he talks about the difference between that and the ice facility that he was held in where traditionally these are not for actual prisoners like these are just like non-immigrants. In my opinion, they should be nicer because they're not necessarily for people who have committed a crime. It could like just Joe.
0: be it could just be a visa misunderstanding. Yeah,
1: I mean or their crime is being in the country illegally, which I think is a far less severe than, you know, defrauding, you know,
0: millions of dollars. Millions
1: of dollars. Like I found that to be really Fascinating and just kind of enlightening on the horrific shit that's going on in the U.S. right now with immigration and well, our president and things of that nature.
0: Yeah, I mean, to I guess to break it down and to be slightly controversial, um, the ICE facility is where they put the foreigners, uh, so they're yeah. probably less bothered. I, mean, I do that's controversial.
1: <laughs> like, well, <laughs> that's actually what it's for. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it, but in terms of they care less about, you know, they're not, yeah. they care less about how they're treating the foreigners than they do about their own American citizens, which. Well, I mean, technically
1: know, they're not citizens, so they don't have citizen rights. And so apparently people don't look at them as human beings. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, who cares yeah. about their human rights, right? Right. Um, but yeah, so I did think it was interesting. I thought it was really, <sighs> you know that bit where he's talking about obviously got his diploma and computers and all the rest of it and like yeah well I started a business while I was in there. I don't know how it is in uh, the US because obviously uh, I don't live there Um, but in the UK if you have filed for bankruptcy and certainly if you have like a criminal record with fraud in terms of business and money and management um, it's not that easy to start a business again yourself and it certainly wouldn't necessarily that easy to do it from prison but yeah and another sorry just a, but the thing yeah. that really was like he went into his business was sports picking like of yeah. all things i'm like could you cho- you could have chosen anything and yet you chose some something really fucking shady again
1: which is actually illegal here like we don't sports betting is not legal in the u.s like like it is in like the uk where you can go and like put money down on things that's not oh, actually legal here no Oh. No. That's not actually legal. So to address your points, like no, I don't think it's that easy. If I think if you've gone bankrupt, you have like a certain number of years, like yeah, it, it wipes your hand. slate clean, you're you're under scrutiny for a few years and then you can kind of go about your business for normal people. Um I don't think it's that easy to do if you've got like a federal criminal background. Um, But I think you can always back people to start your business, right? Like they know people on the outside. I was unsure of whether this business had started or he was just talking about starting a business with a guy. I thought they were just talking about it and it hadn't really gotten off because I do, but I could be wrong because Joe kind of put up a thing when he was like, and he was like, so it's, like sports gambling and he's like oh no 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 like people have to like do that on their own because it's illegal um but yeah he's he a fascinating person
0: if you were the Fed if you were the fbi and you saw that joe was in prison with a stocks guy which is what he said yeah. and that they were starting a business you'd be all over that shit like a rash wouldn't you
1: yeah, you would. So obviously, I think they probably are backing other people to start the business. Like, it's their idea. They found two other little patsies to like run the <laughs> business. <laughs> but obviously, he's not learned his lesson. I mean, this is another thing as well. It's like this is a man who's now been deported and is not with his family, has pretty much no future prospects to be with his kids anymore. And yet, like, There's no, like, learned change in behavior.
0: No, I mean, I don't think the elevator goes right to the top floor with Joe, if I'm 100% honest. Like, he's not the sharpest tool in the box. He's a – I I have no doubt that he's a grafter. It's just – Yeah. It's just annoying that he happens to commit so heavily to to criminal behavior rather than, like, actual legal behavior. But I I do think he's a hard worker. I think that's what he's always relied on. And his brain isn't necessarily his, you know – what he relies on. And that, you know, I get that, but it just, the whole episode felt, like you say, cold, but also very detached, really. Honestly, just without any feeling. The only time I got real feeling from from either of them was Teresa when she's watching it, that kind of VT of her kids and how they were dealing with it, which amid all of this, and no matter what you think of a reality TV family, No kid deserves to go through that bullshit like and as a father I hope that he says he does I hope he really does feel not I don't want him to feel guilty but I hope he really takes responsibility for the damage that he will have done to those kids during that time.
1: Well, and four years is a long time. Like they had a little, a, yeah, that's the youngest case. was super little. And, you know, their oldest was, uh, you know, old enough to know what was going on. But I mean, missing out on four years of your kid's life. I mean, I don't, my youngest is not even four yet. And I can't yeah. even imagine being away from them for that period of time and how much kind of making up you would have to do. And just things that you would never be able to make up. Like, there are just experiences in life that you're never able to make up. Like, I know he's close with a, a couple of his daughters, but it'd be interesting to see what the relationship is with his youngest. Like, when they do, you know, Bravo is gonna film this trip. I, I'm guessing it may be a special because the filming for The Real Housewives of New Jersey is wrapped. So, that'll be another special that maybe we can do another mini sode on. But um, it'll be interesting to see the relationship with the youngest and even if she recognizes him
0: yeah i mean I don't know. we don't know what the contact's been or how much they've been to how much they've taken the kids to see him or or what or how, many, how much they've wanted to go and see him but what i found really interesting was when uh andy questioned them on co-parenting and joe just jumps straight in and goes oh yeah i'm re- i'm pretty good at that and i just thought hang on a minute this is this is again this traditional family role picking up like as in I just need to be there on the end of the phone if that like that's not co-parenting. Teresa is parenting these kids. Like yeah. being on FaceTime and talking to them every day does not a parent make and he has to and, accept that role.
1: And that that's not co-parenting. Co-parenting no. is you talking to Teresa about what's going on and how you're going to handle certain things and I just don't think he understood the question.
0: No. Like well, as I say, the elevator yeah. doesn't go to the <laughs> top floor. I mean, the you know, the guy is is uh, I mean, neither of them are, are brilliantly smart, but what I what I feel is that she's more emotionally smart than he is in, in, right. in certain ways, and I think that he, whether that's prison or whether he just always was that way, his ability to connect seems really diminished.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't I like I said before, I don't think he's ever really had that. Like, I don't think he is emotionally intelligent. I don't think he's emotionally connected. To Teresa and I think we've actually seen this the whole time like she's been running around trying to be like in her mind the epitome of the perfect wife kind of pre-prison and then post-prison I think has really woken her up to like what her role should actually be how strong she can actually be on her own and actually how much better it may be that she's just on her own
0: yeah and I mean I think she feels that too I mean she's right when she says that you know I can't see how it can work if he's not allowed back in the country I'm with her. Like, that's not parenting. That's not a marriage. No. Um. And and I would make the same call. I'd be like, yeah, this is not going to work. I'm not going to live my life on hold while you're in Italy for some stupid fucking mistakes that you made. This is right. this is it.
1: And doing who knows what. What I found super interesting yeah. about this Minnesota is when we finally saw Teresa's facade like come down and she's like, I know he's not been faithful to me. Like, yeah. We've been seasons through seasons through seasons of The Real Housewives of New Jersey where she's like, no, he wasn't with those other girls. It's always just been me, blah, blah, blah. And I think we're finally seeing, you know, we're pe- getting to finally peek behind the curtain to what their real life actually is.
0: I mean, that, I mean, that episode in seasons past when they're at the vineyard and he goes off to answer a phone call and he's like, oh, shit, here she comes, my fucking bitch wife. She's a cunt. Mm-hmm. I mean- that she can, st- she still stood there yeah. and defended him at that level was, even if he was talking to his mate, frankly, right. if he'd been taught, if my husband had spoken to- about me like that, I would have been f- like off the scale fucking furious. Absolutely. Probably, probably divorce furious. Yeah. Definitely um, not
1: defending him to everybody else no. for calling you a fucking bitch. Like, come on.
0: No. And I think it's really interesting. I don't think she would do that now. I feel like that's how she's come out from underneath him a little bit. Um, and you're right. It was interesting to see that. I don't think either of them have been faithful. And frankly, I mean, I don't blame her. I mean, I you know, it's very difficult. I don't blame anybody, frankly.
1: No, I mean... I do blame him for cheating on her before he went away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not cool. But, like, you know, since they've been apart and in prison, I mean, you know, like she said, she hasn't had a husband in three years. Like, she's not made of stone. Like, she does need to have some adult connection in her life, especially after losing her mom and dealing with her dad and dealing with the girls and all that emotional stuff and the legal stuff that I'm sure she's still dealing with, you know, with all her businesses. Like, you know, she's a human being.
0: Well yeah and I think as well even if it's it, I don't think it's even if it's not a case of her going out looking for it inevitably those connections will come up and and it's it would be very very hard to 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 stay strong if your husband who a you're really really angry at is in prison for 4 years and b you don't know whether you're going to be married to him ever again or not if a connection comes up in front of you while you're in that position i i get why that might happen um and honestly I don't think Joe gives a shit. It doesn't seem like he really cares. No,
1: not at all. And I mean, especially if you knew he cheated on you before all the prison stuff too. I mean, yeah. I think this is the thing. I, I feel like these feelings have been in Teresa for a very long time before yeah. all the prison stuff. I don't know if even if they hadn't, if he hadn't gone to jail, if they would still be together anyways. I feel like there's only so long where you can... Have the pretense of like a good marriage before everything starts crumbling down, anyways. And I think theirs was probably expedited by the prison stuff, but I don't necessarily think that was a bad thing. I think if we can see a more positive Teresa, you know, come out after this, or at least an independent Teresa out of this, then, you know.
0: No, I agree. And I think it's, um, I think it was, I think it was very interesting as well when Andy asked them about Donald Trump. And was like you know Ugh. you're both you're both friends mates friends your buddies uh, yeah. with the good old dt um double trouble uh, and um you know would you ever ask him and she was like no i'd never put him in this in that situation you know obviously all he's trying yeah. to do is get rid of Ford. the foreigners from america the right. last thing you can do is keep one in just because he met them once a celebrity <laughs> Apprentice. Well, I mean,
1: she, she was on that series, so I'm sure yeah. they knew them more than once. Cause like, you know, that's like a six week thing yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I found that really interesting. Like, oh no, I wouldn't want to burden him with that. Like he's got plenty of going on. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I just thought it was weird. Cause actually I feel like if you did really know him, like, why wouldn't you reach out? I mean, Kim Kardashian reached out to him about a woman who was on death row, like for, no, you know, for, Kind of. I mean, maybe shady she did. reasons, and then he said no. Right. He was like, "Yeah, fuck that." He's
0: yeah, yeah. Sorry, Teresa. Who's on the phone? Who? Who are what, you? Who's that bitch? <laughs> what husband? What? How much money? Nah, fuck it. That's probably what he did. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's they seemed. I mean, I think the takeaway from this is that if I was a betting person, whether or not he comes back from Italy, I think this relationship's on its ass.
1: Oh yeah, I mean my bet's are he's not going to be able to come back in. I you know, that I think that's fair enough to be really to be really frank. Yeah. Um I think if he was not willing to I mean cuz all of the steps that he could have taken to become a citizen for as long as he's been in this country. He just didn't.
0: Yeah. And it's like, not that it's not that tricky for him. I
1: mean, you know, I think it's paperwork, it's taking an oath. I've got a few friends who are going through it right now from Canada. Um you know, there are steps involved, but I think if you know, you really wanted to stay in the country, you would have done them. I don't think Joe really gives a shit to be really honest. Um, I don't think they're gonna be together. I'm looking forward to seeing their filming and seeing how it goes. but yeah, I mean, I feel like a little bit I was a little bit let down by like this one- on one. like I don't feel like there was anything revealed that wasn't really known.
0: But here's the thing, I felt the same way. I felt it was a little bit dull and boring, frankly, because I don't think they care about it. No, like, the only fire
1: we saw from them was when Andy brought up like Carolyn Manzo,
0: oh, had a five-year prediction. How creepy was that? Well,
1: part of me wonders, I mean, if she kind of knew, like,
0: I know, think everybody business knew is shady. That like, everybody knew she something's going to happen. But the way that she phrased that was so yeah. <laughs> remarkably... Thin- and also, you know, I forget that they had bad blood. I don't forget, but it's very hard to keep track, honestly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so Teresa's still pissed at Caroline. Um, and even that, you saw the old Teresa come out. Yeah, She you was did. like, oh, well, she did it. And and she probably called the feds and she wouldn't even... She, she, she couldn't even go, God, it's kind of creepy how right she was about that. Right. You know, because actually what Caroline was saying was... Without Joe, Teresa's going to pull herself up by a bootstrap. She's going right. to be a great mom. She's going to show her daughters that she can be strong. And Teresa just couldn't take that at all. And no, was like, it was fuck super, you, Caroline. Yeah, it
1: was super complimentary to her, super derogatory towards Joe. And we instantly saw the, like, table-flipping Teresa come out, <laughs> yeah. saying that, like, Caroline lives this crooked lifestyle. But then we see the Jersey girl and be like, she was probably the rat, like, just going off. And it was like... She wasn't actually talking bad about you.
0: Even she was Joe was actually went, talking complimentary about you. Even Joe goes, uh, "I know who ratted us out to the feds, so it wasn't her." Let's not go yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? Even Joe's like, "Babe, yeah. calm the fuck down." Um, but yeah, I think, I think I'm really interested to see how it plays out because the teaser for the 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 next season looked explosive. I'm interested to see how that. Filming goes when they're actually together, and whether we see more of a connection, whether we see, you know, a little bit more about how they're going to be together, because even they don't know that, I guess. Um, But essentially, we just got to wait and see.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think Joe is a different person when he's not being filmed. Like, I think in this we see, like, a calm, chill Joe. But, like, in those trailers for the season, we don't see that at all. We hear these very angry voicemails. Andy called him out for one thing, like, saying that, in past interviews, Joe's blamed Teresa for him not getting his US passport. And like, so I think the Joe that we saw in this filming is not the real dude. I think we're going to see a lot of things revealed in this next season where he's being kind of a dick or a major dick. And we'll see really (laughs) where those cracks lie.
0: This was a PR stunt. And I wrote that For, for Joe, he PR'd this, like he owned up like you could sort of see him taking responsibility when Andy forced him but given half a chance you could see him like pass the blame off on somebody else like it's always somebody else's fault in Joe he's one of for Joe it's one of those things um and you're right I think he's a nasty son of a bitch when the cameras aren't rolling is generally how I feel there's just there's just something fucking dark inside him
1: Yeah, and we've seen those clips, like you were talking about, like the phone call with the other chick and what he was saying about her. Like, he's just foul. And honestly, I think good riddance, like, Teresa is obviously doing better on her own. Like, just call it quits. Like, put a line under it, be done. Everybody needs to move on with their lives.
0: Yeah, the one thing I hope doesn't happen is that he does get allowed to come back. And then she, I really hope if that happens, she has the strength to still walk away and to divorce him. Right. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. It's Only Time Will Tell.
1: That's right. Um, really quick, we've gotten some feedback from our listeners. Uh, Amanda sent us a message about kind of her thoughts, so I'm going to read that real quick. Do it. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. So she says, there's so much to unpack in this interview. First, Joe looks almost unrecognizable. His weight loss is crazy. I also found it weird that he wasn't looking at the camera. It seemed like he couldn't maybe see them. Andy's faces were priceless. As Joe <laughs> is saying, if I wanted to, I could have beat them up and run away. And the whole time Andy is making comments <laughs> about the excessive expense on our tax dollars, Joe gets buddy-buddy with ice and gives them recommendations I know, honestly. around Rome.
0: We can then also bo- mention, Oh, will go, go ahead to jump in. She yeah, might no, bring there's this more. up. But just to jump in that moment when he's like, "Uh, we were the best thing that ever happened to you, Andy. It's like, oh, fuck off. And Andy's like, no,
1: actually, the birth of my son was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Such a
0: delusional, arrogant twat. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted.
1: No, 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 that's fine. We just got a little bit more. Them both saying that the other probably cheated was sad. But at the same time, neither seemed overall upset. I think it was... Sad overall, I think Andy is right that their relationship seems to be over. They're both being surprisingly mature about this, but at the same time, they haven't been together as husband and wife in five years. I think it would be completely unrealistic to be separated for that long and not look for love, companionship, or support from someone else. With them being so Italian, I get why they wouldn't just say they're getting a divorce. It's not normal for them culturally. They want to stay together no matter what. And then she says she's also annoyed for Bravo not airing all of it, but making her go online and watch more. Like there's some exclusive little clips on uh, uh, Bravo.com. I think it's just about like I, I had a glance at them because I was like oh crap like I got a you got to be you on know, your game. Holes some more watching in this morning, um, but it was about like Joe becoming an MMA fighter and just kind of ridiculous stuff that I was like, eh, I feel no need to watch that. But um, yeah, so that's Amanda. Um, those are her thoughts, and I think she's spot on with quite a few of them. The stuff about ice got me a little bit upset too because I guarantee you, people who are getting deported to Mexico are not getting the treatment that Joe got yeah. being deported to Italy, and it's just foul.
0: Yeah, I mean, but he's, you know, he's entitled, he's arrogant, he's yeah. delusional. Um, we'll see, but I kind of hope he doesn't earn a paycheck from from this anymore. Like, I hope this is his last paycheck and, uh, and we can say goodbye, because I don't like, you know, I love reality TV, but I don't want it to line the pockets of dirtbags. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so on that note... Uh, yeah. I think that's us. Let, let's wrap up our mini and uh, And we, we will be back uh, at the weekend as ever with the usual discussion of this week's reality TV. But in the meantime, you can find us on all the socials on Instagram at TVMyHusbandHates, uh, Twitter at TVHusbandsHates hate and all over the facebook page and group go and find us tv husband, ha- uh tv my husband hates um and of course we've got the email address which i'm going to let reagan say because whenever i say it, i sound like a dick it says it's hey at tv my husband let us know what you guys thought
1: about uh this special did you even bother watching it maybe not um but yeah let us know your thoughts and feelings and we'll uh slide them into the uh, next podcast on friday
0: Perfect. Until then, we'll see you at the weekend. Have a great week. Bye, Reagan. Bye, Kat. You guys have fun. Please subscribe, rate and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims.